0: Uh Oh, we are all tangled up We're in a web always, of wires again.
1: Always tangled up. You know what? It's halfway worth like paying for a studio that somebody else untangles all the wires. We'll be the <laughs> one day. <laughs> the grass is always greener. Yeah, truly. I just ate a cat hair. Oh, great. Um, that that's another premium you pay for <laughs> when we were paying for studios uh-huh. we we're like
0: we want our own uh-huh. equipment and now we're like um i just want to pay somebody i kind of to- wish
1: somebody would just come just do wire management do it and just tell <laughs> us that we sound okay yeah. and like our
0: levels are fine uh-huh. yeah well we'll get an in-house producer one day that sounds great that's
1: next that's the next step
0: that's the next step <laughs> once we start getting our sponsors uh-huh. our ads yep. all that Come on, guys. We're already in our 60th Oh,
1: my gosh. Episode. We're, like, super over the hill. We're getting close to retirement.
0: The nifty 60. Oh, my gosh. We can retire in
1: five episodes. Yeah. What is it? Like, uh, when do you get to join AARP? Probably at, like, 60. Sure. Why not? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. I should have kept it. I got a, I got a note from them today uh, with my Oprah magazine. That's right. <laughs> I subscribe to O, oh, the Oprah Magazine, and I have no joke for probably like ten years. It's like the only magazine I subscribe to. <laughs> I bet it's amazing. I it's subscribe great. to her podcast. Oh, know? she
0: has a great podcast. It's wonderful. Yeah. I forgot the name of it. But the any- Super Soul. That's the yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Super Soul Conversations. Yep. Which you won't find here because this is Vampires and Boo. a paranormal podcast with a shot
1: of liquid courage. I did not see that one coming, and I really appreciated it. You know, it's usually you who does it yeah. because I like will
0: go on and on for an and be like anyway
1: let's do a podcast i guess today's my ramble day (laughs)
0: ramble on (laughs) um yeah it is spring is in the air yeah it's hot as fuck it's all of a sudden went from freezing Uh cold and raining for four months to hot as fuck yeah there's a butterfly migration which of course i've been like crying tears of joy over because i'm like this is amazing and then yesterday some dude was like yeah, no, they're all very confused because of the chemicals in the air. They don't know where to go, and they're going to die.
1: Boo! Fuck S- you, Such a fucking Debbie Downer. True. It's not true. They're all going the same
0: direction, and I have not seen one dead butterfly. Yeah, Trust I me, either. I would have been very upset if I'd yeah. seen one. Like, leave me alone. You know what? And my, I want to frolic amongst the
1: butterflies. Some people just want to ruin shit. We want to ruin shit. I don't, I don't like don't... it. Me neither. Thank you. How are you going to ruin butterflies? Damn. That's a real Debbie
0: donor if you're any yeah. butterflies. Yeah. I'm like, well, great. Now I'm sad and depressed
1: about butterflies in the air. So uh, I got my hair done the other day, and it's a new lady. By which I mean, I can now afford to have somebody attend to my hair. I so know. that's lovely. It's, it's new in good. the sense. That, oh, thank you. It's new in the sense that I'm newly caring for my hair. So uh, <laughs> I. So I don't really know anybody there, and it was. You know, the client that was in there was clearly, like, big friends of both of theirs. You know, so there's lots of talking, talking. So I was doing lots of, like, active listening. So they were talking about one of the, like, the natural museum, the Museum of Nature, something like that. They have, like, a butterfly exhibit normally, right?
0: Oh, yeah. It's down by, like, USC or something, I, I think thought. maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I was just kind of listening. Hey, uh, <laughs> guys. Uh, with my tiny Diet Coke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Um... And, uh, uh, they were talking about during October. So like the butterflies, you know, butterflies don't live that long. So like they all die off, which I was like, I hadn't thought about that. Either. You probably have to like, keep like reinserting oh. them. But what they do is they let them all naturally die off and then they bring in spiders and do like a spider exhibit. Oh and my I God. Couldn't... And they eat the butterflies. No, I think, oh. I Ooh. think that, well, okay. that would be very naturey. This it is would. turning into Charlotte's web here. Um, uh, but I guess like for Halloween or whatever they do, they lit like spiders and you can go check out the spiders. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I have anything really against spiders, but I do. Yeah. I can
0: handle any bug. Okay. Even cockroaches. Oof. I cannot handle it. Even the smallest spider I get, mm. I might be arachnophobic. It's oh. really paralyzing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I fucking hate spiders so much. Oh my god! Oh, I'm
0: getting like creeped out We're just thinking about okay. it. Well, now I know Live where again. not
1: to take you. <laughs> Do not take me there. Why would anyone want to look at spiders? I don't know. I mean, uh... it feels like a it feels like a thing. Somebody be like, I'm into spiders. People are. They they have them as pets. Well, it They're did. So fucked up. It did. The conversation did start like, Hey, Sherry, you like spiders, right? Yep. And I was like, What a weird weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love them. They're yeah. my best friend. Yeah. No, I hate, hate spiders. <laughs> I'm so freaking afraid of them.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hate them. I hate okay. them. Well, then I won't take you this October. <laughs> don't take
0: me. I want to see the butterflies. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. We'll go see the butterflies. I thought, yeah,
0: I thought the spiders were going to eat the butterflies, but I don't think they eat butterflies. I think birds do.
1: Well, I think if they get caught in the web, they'll eat it. <gasps> Sorry. I mean, what I mean is that's never once happened. Butterflies can fly through the webs. That's right. And if they do get caught, the spiders let them go. Yeah, because they're friends. Because they're friends. Oh. It's so nice. Thank you for You're that. so welcome. I feel better I'm now. just here bringing
0: nature facts. Look, it's spring. It's spring. We have to talk about bugs we and do. nature. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all the pollen that's making my eyes. I've z- I'm meeting a girlfriend after this down south, and I'm like zero makeup on my eyes cuz i'm just rubbing them yeah. raw yeah. cuz the fucking
1: allergies yeah. and sinuses are killing me. Yeah. I'm old. It happens. This is what happens. Well, you know what? We'll cure that. Mm. Alcoholic beverages. I want it. Let's now. have alcoholic beverages. Alcohol. Okay. okay. So, I love what I'm looking at. Okay. Our theme this week is poltergeists, which is fun. We've never done that before. It's super fun. So uh, I was doing a drink, and I was like, thinking about poltergeist and like the first one I thought of was peeves the poltergeist from Harry Potter of course but I was like I'm not gonna expose Amy to that so then my second poltergeist I thought of was of course Slimer from <gasps> Ghostbusters oh right? my gosh okay so then I started thinking about drinks and of course I thought of ecto cooler High yes! see ecto cooler hell yeah so I, I vaguely considered trying to find high c ecto cooler um and it just didn't happen. So we ended up with some random fruit punch Uh I love that it's pouches. organic. It is organic. The um, fruit punch itself is clear, which tells me there's no artificial dyes. There are no dies. artificial dyes. Yeah, I was concerned about that for you, especially because this came from 7-Eleven. Oh my um, gosh, good for you, 7-Eleven. Yeah, so, um, and then I just popped it popped it up, uh, popped up the top, snipped off the edge, and poured a little rum in there. So... <laughs> So,
0: Slimer would be proud. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I love it. So love it.
1: you know, and I this morning I was like maybe, and we've got the little straws here. Oh, it makes me here, so happy. I'm going to take a photo for Instagram. Um, I just <laughs> I was like, I I started. Oh I was like gosh. maybe I'll draw a cover to go on here, and then I looked at the high sea cover. I was like, this is hard. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, so so right. cheers to the. F- uh, Fake do ecto cooler. Fake do ecto cooler. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah. Mhm. Oh, Amy's getting after it. Oh, I lost my straw. Oh no, I lost my straw too. Oh no.
0: What do we do now? Uh-oh. It came back. It came. Back. Oh
1: okay. It'll I still bad. don't see mine.
0: That's okay. I'll still drink it. Oh fuck. Just don't let me swallow my straw.
1: Okay, Tammy, you spilled on your Oprah magazine. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Oprah. <laughs> One could oh get God, a napkin, amazing. but
0: I did not. Oh, what I just witnessed, oh. Tammy spilled her rum and uh, fruit punch on her Oprah magazine and then <laughs> took her finger, <laughs> wiped it up and licked the drink off of her finger. I learned it from my cats. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I learned about alcoholism, I learned from my cats. <laughs> A memoir. Okay. Oh, look at you. Go. You open up the juice. Box. I opened up the top all the Freaking way. I love juice boxes. I mm. do too. This is great. Wait, I still managed to lose my straw. <laughs> Thanks for not getting Capri Suns, though,
1: Okay, so here's the funny story. The reason I thought of this, too, was because yesterday at work, they did flashback snacks upstairs, and there were Capri Suns. And I was like, I could drink alcohol in this. How fun. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was going to an event after work. And I had to go straight there. So I was like, I couldn't bring the Capri Suns in my purse. No. And they're really hard to get the straw through. Yeah. They're so
0: difficult. I didn't.
1: I would have done your straw for you. I promise. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. So this morning I got up and was like, should I walk down to work and get those Capri Suns? And then I was on my way and I was like, well, let's just try 7-Eleven. And this worked. So It works great. I'm loving it. It's Thank It's you. good. It
0: actually tastes pretty good. It does. Yeah. It's really
1: good. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that you're considering taking this to the
1: beach tomorrow because I, I think it's perfect. I this, it feels like a very good uh a be- g- good beach drink. And yeah. None of the lifeguards would know. Yeah, exactly. Just innocently drinking fruit Yeah. Punch. They'd be like, Well nothing strange about that woman drinking a fruit box. Nothing strange <laughs> just, about that. No, it's not weird. Just
0: uh just, just a, a lady in her fruit box. Lady without kids just drinking a fruit punch uh-huh. box. <laughs> opened up, totally
1: opened yeah. up for some weird Open reason. Open top fruit <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, oh, well, this is delightful. Thank you. Oh,
1: my pleasure. When I'm glad I was, it um, out.
0: you know, looking up Poltergeist, I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, did we do Poltergeist? But no, we did Poltergeist the movie. We did the movie. Yeah. That was a good one. And then I did, you did Poltergeist and I did The Conjuring, which mm-hmm. was about a poltergeist. Yep. So I was all like, what? And then I Googled, what is the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost? And you know how Google fills out the rest for you? Yep. It said... Poltergeist and a Ghost Harry Potter. I'm like, yes. "Oh, brother, I think I'm going to get a lesson today." You because did not... I don't know what
1: that has to do with Harry Potter. Wow, well, there's a Peeves the Poltergeist. There's also ghosts in the castle. Ghosts are see-through. Peeves is not. Mm. He's a lot more like tangible. Like he can affect the world. Like he can pick things up and throw them, and the ghosts <sighs> don't typically do that. Not that they've ever said that the ghosts can't do that, but
0: But it's legit, like, yeah. cuz I did find the definition or the difference between and yeah, poltergeists do physically mm-hmm. pick like they take th- the they things. They manipulate. Mm-hmm. They're attached usually to one specific person. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ghost is like, hey, I'm residual energy from a someone who died. Exactly. And I'm just here hanging.
1: And in Harry Potter, the thing is, whoever, it like, not everyone can become a ghost. It, they have to have been a witch, a witch or a wizard. Oh. Um, and then it's also like a, it's kind of like a sad, shameful thing. It's like they. We're scared of the afterlife, so they're attached to this life, you know?
0: Oh, my God. The ghosts
1: become very important at the last book. So really? They oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, good thing you didn't get a lesson today. I <laughs> mean, I was asking for it. I literally asked for <laughs> it. So, it's
0: all right. That's not Tam Splain, and that's okay, great. Um, answering mm. my question. Okay.
1: Educating okay. me. Thank a- you. Aim educating. <laughs> aim educating. <laughs> <laughs> educating. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Ooh. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters either. Okay. I want you. Okay. I just feel like hearing what you did. Okay. Because I don't know. Um. Well. Uh. I did a little googling, and I found something that I think is pretty interesting mm-hmm. because it kind of comes in two different parts, mm. and I'm going to tell it out of order. Oh, oh. All right. So this is about the poltergeist of Thornton Heath, Mm, which is in England. Sounds British. It is. Oh, my God. Mine's
0: in England, too.
1: There's... So his peeves <laughs> <laughs> paves the petergeist um so uh yeah so this thornton heath It's. Uh, i <laughs> looked at a map uh it's south of london okay there you go great thank but, you map bunch of southies okay so in 1972 um this case started late one night in august in the south london district of thornton heath in croydon A family first experienced the poltergeist activity when they were awoken in the middle of the night by a blaring bedside radio that had somehow turned itself on Mm. to a foreign language station. Mm. This was the beginning of a string of events that lasted nearly four years. This is the part where I should probably cite my sources. However, what I'm going to say to you is that I found these exact words on like five different websites. So somebody was stealing from somebody and I don't know who. So y'all are none of y'all are getting credit. Uh, I agree with I'm that. I'm going to continue the wrongs to make a right. I love it. I <laughs> love So it's, a, just, just, it's a, an original. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay. Uh, one particular lampshade repeatedly fell to the floor, knocked over by some unseen force. During the Christmas season of 1972, several ornaments were hurled across the room, smashing into... <laughs> Santa Claus? <laughs> well, you decide. One of which smashed into the husband's forehead. (laughs) So I don't know. What was dad doing down there when it should have been Santa? I saw daddy sing Santa Claus. (laughs) Why has no one made that song? Surely they have. It's just I'm not their target audience. (laughs) Yeah, that should be... I'm surprised. This is kind so, of daddy. adorable and like depressing.
0: <laughs> We're talking about daddy kissing, sandals. yeah, like
1: daddy being in like a closeted marriage, and and a kid just walking in, yeah, like, yay,
0: present. Oh no,
1: daddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, as he sat down into the armchair, the entire Christmas tree began to shake violently uh, with more ornaments falling to the ground. Aww. I like how I just squeezed past that because I was like, what if a dude was kissing Santa? <laughs> I'm still thinking just
0: about it. Really? I'm went like, down.
1: <laughs> well, Santa Claus could be gay. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, it was obviously some Christian type of, or Catholic, St. Nicholas, right? So it was
1: Catholic,
0: say me. me.
1: I'm real upset that i am unfamiliar with the origins of santa claus
0: well i'm just thinking they obviously gave him a wife in Mm -hmm. folklore you know because it was like religious but in this day and age
1: elves too
0: oh he does and they kind of are more like take a masculine energy the the elves i mean they're usually boys not girls is what i should say maybe not the most masculine thing you've ever (laughs) seen Yeah. <laughs> I mean gender wise they're typically male. Yeah, I don't know. He surrounds himself. Yeah. He could be I would love to have a gay Santa Claus. Yeah. Just jolly, happy. You no, know It's 2019. Giving... I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You heard it here first. I'm folks. Ready for Santa gay Claus Santa. is gay.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um all right. Okay, Christmas tree. This culture guy hates Christmas. Hates Christmas. He's homophobic. Okay. So, come the new year, there were footsteps in the bedroom when there was no one there. And one night, the couple's son awoke to find a man in old-fashioned dress staring at him threateningly. Whoa. The family's fear grew when, as they entertained friends one night, there was a loud knocking at the front door. The living room door was then flung open and all the house's lights came on.
0: Mm. Ooh, Creepers. They definitely didn't have motion sensor lights back then. Um.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I double copied that. Okay, great. Um, So uh, that night, the night of the uh, party, Mm -hmm. uh, the family came to the conclusion they needed help and quickly. Uh, (laughs) They contacted the local church who in turn sent a priest to bless their home. Sadly, this did little good as the phenomena continued unabated. Objects flew through the air. Loud noises were heard and the family would sometimes hear a noise which suggested some large piece of furniture had crashed to the floor. When they went to investigate, nothing would be disturbed. Uh, so it didn't work. So then a medium was consulted. Uh, they told the family that the house was haunted by a, uh, a farmer. What? What? Of the name of Chatterton. Chatterton. (laughs) Chatterton. Hmm. Who considered the family trespassers on his property. An investigation bore out the fact that the, uh, that had indeed lived in the, well, (laughs) (laughs) you know, You copy and paste the copy and pasters. You (laughs) hit a wall sometimes. Yep,
0: yep. We could get through it.
1: So it turns out there used to be a Chatterton there in the mid-18th century. Whoa. Okay. So then, like, as soon as the medium was like, here's this guy, and then they did the research, and they were like, it is this guy. So the minute they did that, another person started showing up. No! Chatterton's wife. Oh, Uh, often the wife, uh, the tenant's wife, so like the woman that lived there, they, they kept this family anonymous because they were freaked out. Oh yeah. Um, the tenant's wife would be followed up the stairs at night Mm -hmm. by an elderly gray haired woman wearing a pinafore with her hair tied back in a bun. Uh, if I looked at her, she would disappear back into the shadows. Uh, the family even reported seeing the farmer appear on their television screens. Oh, my know, God. That was so really scary. That freaked me out a lot. That freaks me out so bad. TVs are scary. Right? Wearing a black jacket with wide-pointed lapels, high neck shirt, and a black cravat. Um, the family moved out of the house after four years, and the poltergeist activity ceased, and no subsequent residents have reported any other hauntings. That
0: is... Is so interesting. They seem to attach themselves to a specific family. Right. But they don't follow them. It's just that you're there. You're in their space. Mm -hmm. They're all into you. And then a new family comes in and
1: nothing. Nothing happens. So strange. So here's something kind of interesting. We're going to go back in time now. That's right. I forgot you warned
0: me. We're going to skip around. We're going to
1: go back to 1938 when there was another poltergeist in Thornton Heath. I love this. Okay. Mrs. Forbes, a woman of thirty-five years old. <laughs> wow, ancient! Great. Lived with her husband and son. Um, okay. So this is why I wanted to tell this one too. So there was this guy, um, whose last name was Fodor. His first name was like Nathan, but it's not really Nathan. Shit, I didn't copy it down. Um, he was one of the first like combo crossover scientific paranormal investigators
0: hey cool in the 1930s Uh uh-huh
1: so he like wrote a bunch of books about specifically about like poltergeist phenomenon right Sweet. and he would do all these investigations and stuff okay so he gets called in because this lady is like there's a fucking poltergeist in my house like you got to come investigate and he's like cool so he goes and like wants to move in and like observe and everything and they're like great okay so Um, at the beginning, Fodor, that's the investigator, Mm -hmm. entertained the notion that Mrs. Forbes could be causing the activities by normal means, despite her visible signs of distress and reaction to the activities and his lack of proof. So at first he's like, I don't know if this is actually happening or if she's kind of putting it on. Mm -hmm. Um, and at first he was the sole eyewitness of many of the poltergeist incidents taking place in the house. So he suggested that Mrs. Forbes should be studied at the Institute where he worked. Um, and he and his colleagues could keep an eye on her. Precautions included having her undress for a body check and having her wear special clothes for easy viewing of any sleight of hand tricks. So they wanted to make sure that she wasn't like doing something ah, mm-hmm. like what they did to our girls. Yep. The Fox yep. sisters. So. OK. Uh, but the perplexing incidents continued at the Institute. According to reports, dishes floated and crashed to the floor. Glasses flew out of Mrs. Forbes' hands, and objects from Thornton Heath mysteriously appeared in the institute 10 miles away. What? Right? Oh, shit. Um, Objects suddenly appeared in Mrs. Forbes' hands or inside a box. At the same time as he was gathering evidence of the poltergeist activities, Fodor was investigating Mrs. Forbes' psychological background. He found enough material to conclude that she was a neurotic with a, quote, disorganized psyche. This was 1938. Mm. Her past was replete with incidents of hysterical reactions and a disassociated personality, which included hearing voices, having visions, and signs of lapsing into unconsciousness. Mrs. Forbes was even believed to have been bent on self-punishment, and she revealed physical signs of her self-destructive attempts. One alleged experience with an apparition at Thornton. Uh, one alleged experience with an apparition at Thornton Heath that tried to strangle her with a necktie left her with burn-like marks on her neck. Another time, she reportedly was clawed by a phantom tiger. <laughs> 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 that word was on the next line. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> Colonic <laughs> and Phantom Tiger. Oh, okay. because
0: okay. le- there's so many tigers uh-huh. running through the farmland uh-huh. of England. Oh, yes. I see another word coming oh, up. Too.
1: Shit. Which left five long welts on her arms. Still another time she claimed that a
0: vampire
1: had visited her during the night, bit her, and left two puncture marks on her neck. Oh. So it kind of feels like those like She's having a case of the Mondays. She's she's under some stress. She's got yeah. a lot of things happening you know, and like they're going through maybe the depression. It's tigers.
0: There's been war. Maybe you know. there's maybe there's vampires. Vampires. Maybe she needed a man to whisk her into a, a, <laughs> a room and strip her down and
1: give her some attention. There you go. I don't know. How who down? could tell? Okay, but despite her
0: psychological, uh-huh. you know, hysteria and all that shit. How did objects float in the air and come crashing down? I and mean, mysteriously appear that's the
1: thing like you I could be crazy, but you can't make that happen. I don't think that they like have that on video, you know it's like the thirty 30- I know they had video, but like <laughs> weird okay, so all right, blah, blah blah, okay. Okay, so uh, Fodor and other eyewitnesses at the Institute watched Mrs. Forbes as she appeared to be choked by some unseen hands, which did leave marks on her neck. But Fodor explained this phenomenon as Mrs. Forbes intensely wishing the death of a man she saw in a vision. In her imagination, she identified so strongly with him that she had him hanged in her own body. Now that's some, like, deep stuff right there. Whoa! But Fodor was certain that Mrs. Forbes was using trickery, hiding objects in her clothing that she would quickly retrieve while seeking to distract her observers with another activity. Once Fodor requested that she be stripped in the daylight oh, so that she could be examined for secreting these small objects that seemed to appear from nowhere and fell to the floor. Nothing was revealed, but Fodor know, knew that no proper conclusions could be made without either medical or x-ray examination. Initially objecting and then agreeing, Mrs. Forbes had the x-ray and thereby proved Fodor to be correct. Two small objects were seen <gasps> to be held under Mrs. Forbes' left breast. No! <laughs>
0: I what mean, the hell was she hiding under was those Was it objects? lipstick? <laughs> was it a crystal? Was it a crystal? Because <laughs> the things I can hide under my breasts mm-hmm. are pretty impressive.
1: I like how she's like, "Damn, she's, how dense are my breasts?" She's like, "What." I- she probably didn't know what an x-ray yeah, was. Yeah, what does an x-ray do? She Is probably like, also sure. immediately got
0: cancer because... Right. Oh, God. Back then, it was probably just like her breast mm-hmm. just like went poof up in
1: smoke. Uh, the two objects later appeared in her hands after she had, quote, allegedly collapsed. Okay. This events convinced... This event, this event convinced Fodor that Mrs. Forbes was fabricating the hauntings. At the same time, she demonstrated hysterical reactions such as abdominal swelling. Um, okay. So, all right. Basically, in, all, in, in Fodor's opinion, Mrs. Forbes' choice of objects, her obvious signs of distress before she revealed them and many of her monetary hallucinations all pointed to the unconscious nature of her behavior. So basically, this guy was straight up one of the most, like, well-known, important psychic researchers of the day. He'd actually studied with Freud, too. So he was really into, like, psychoanalysis cool and he as a result of this came to the conclusion like she isn't meaning to do this but she is doing it because of her intense psychological harm and I read some places that like she might have been like sexually molested as a child and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so he wrote this book that was like guys I figured out poltergeist it's a manifestation of your like internal trauma and like that's what's going on hooray I solved it and the entire spiritualist community was like fuck you yeah no it's ghost bitch we don't have anything under our boobs and he legitimately (laughs) spent like many many years be like having to defend himself and his conclusions wow because he he was just like he felt like he had solved it in the sense of like, yay, Like yeah, this like, is it.
0: We found, we figured it yeah, out. That, that sometimes Mystery. your psychological
1: trauma can be so overwhelming that it manifests physically like in your yes. body or your subconscious is doing things without you knowing it. And yeah, I just thought that was the most fascinating thing.
0: That's so fascinating. And we, we kind of even touched on, um, a little bit about that in our ghost debate episode Mm -hmm. with some of the debates being this is what you see when there's been some psychological damage Mm -hmm. and then you know I defended it by saying in my most intense like parts of life when I didn't have any paranormal encounters and but it makes oh by the way warning about these drinks Oh no! when you get towards the bottom that's where all the rum is oh fun oh girl I'm like I'm feeling warm tingly okay. suddenly so I'm yeah get to the bottom of that you once you get to the bottom it's all of a sudden just like oh yeah i'm gonna close like... the
1: top and put the straw through <laughs> oh that's a fun idea Let's, i'm gonna try it while you're okay yeah. try it
0: um but yeah i totally it's interesting because i i told you earlier off off mic that i had done a whole different thing of research and then i was like actually this isn't that much fun i'm gonna do something different and in that one it was also like the same thing like oh she went through her her parents had got just gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. Her dad was an alcoholic. He set up like a bedroom in the finished basement, and any time after he moved out, anytime she like passed the basement, she felt a real dark, dark energy, mm-hmm. and that's where think a ghost started like attacking her and it, they're like, well, that's where her abusive alcoholic dad used to live oh, man. and so obviously it was a psychological and that stuff makes sense to me, mm-hmm. I guess you know, like. I like once I I my medication like took effect on me my my uh, antidepressants Mm -hmm. I stopped seeing shadow figures in the apartment and the lights don't flicker for me anymore and I don't feel like a weird spooked out energy if I'm sitting alone at night so for me I'm like okay yeah clearly that was my mind yeah I did go through the trauma of like it all happened around the collapse lung time and Mm -hmm. so I'm like I guess that's true then. Yeah, but not always. I don't think always. Not always, especially when other people are there to witness it as well. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when there's multiple people there and they all see the exact same thing, that's something I'm just like, yeah. Well, we didn't. They didn't all go through the same trauma mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, you know.
1: So what's that about? What's that about? What's up with that? What is up with ghosts, man? <laughs> that's it's what crazy. we're here to find out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, our friend. Voter found out and yeah, everyone turned on yeah. him. It's so interesting. That was really cool. I like that you he went back in time. I
1: enjoyed it as well.
0: Also, interesting that 40 years later or something like in the same little town, same little town. Yeah. Like, and it was the wife that was getting or no, the whole house the whole family, was, yeah, was experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And then they just stopped after they left. Yeah, so interesting. Mm-hmm. I have something similar-ish, but different story. Very excited. Um, Because it's also in England. Yay. Did I not write down the top? Oh, man. Oh, the Enfield Poltergeist, which is also in in England. Um, Oh, I should have read this before we started, but I was like, what is a poltergeist? (laughs) Asking for a friend, of course. Right. Um, I just wanted to know the difference. And, you know, yeah, typically activity around poltergeist centers, around individuals, um... They're mostly at the age of around the age of puberty. They're usually uh, poltergeists are usually focused on one individual, um, uh, even though the events affect the entire household. Hmm. Um, To begin, uh, poltergeist hauntings may seem similar to regular hauntings, but what sets them apart is the violent and aggressive nature of the haunt. Real poltergeist activity tends to include violence against individuals in the house poltergeists have been known to inflict scratches, bites and even strangulation injuries on their victims, possibly Yikes. taking the form of a tiger or a vampire. Or a vampire. Yeah, just don't know. <laughs> Levitation, electrical problems and strange smells have also occurred. Now my my source comes from a little known uh, publication similar to Oprah called People. Oh my. People
1: magazine. People damn
0: magazine. The reason being this uh, Poltergeist Haunting is the basis or the premises of The, the Conjuring Part 2, right. which I never saw because okay. I won't. Was it scary? Yeah. Was it in England? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, so you know who it involves. Our best friend ever, uh-huh. the Rain uh-huh. Warren. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yes. So this is from people.com, and I mixed my stuff, too, and also something called PSI Encyclopedia, which is a British um, website. Mm okay here we go it was once known as the house of strange happenings and now it's coming to the big screen (laughs) uh this was written three years ago (laughs) the conjuring 2 focuses on one of the most famous supernatural cases in history the enfield poltergeist the story of a young girl thought to be possessed by a demon inside her england home mystified a nation so the case involved uh, strange noises, uh, voices, I mean, levitation, flying objects, and furniture being moved through the air, cold breezes, <laughs> big deal, <laughs> and more. And while some called it a hoax, others considered it to be one of the most witnessed cases of supernatural activity to date. There's a bunch of video and pictures. Yeah. It's real, real, real freaky. Uh-huh. I don't know. If it was any time past the 70s, I might be like, that's Photoshopped. Yeah. But I don't know. Although one person was what there's so in this haunted house, it it was one child that was mostly being like possessed. And one neighbor was like, one day I saw through outside through their bedroom window, her going up and down in the air. And I'm like, y'all, she was jumping on her bed. Like, (laughs) Come on. Um, All right. So, so what really happened during the case of the Enfield poltergeist? Here's an inside, inside look at the real story inspiring the conjuring too. I feel like I'm a host on like, E or... You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you.
1: I just found the rum also, so. <laughs> oh, see, did wow. you hit it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, whoa. I mean, it must be on the top because we're using straws, right? Right. That's so, does rum sink? I thought rum, rum floats.
0: floats. <laughs> Hope floats. Um. Well, because hmm. we have the straw, so we're drinking out of the bottom. So as it, like, wow, it's burning my throat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no sinus pain now. Thank you. huh uh-huh. uh-huh um Ah, it's fiery yeah (laughs) um okay here we go it all started in a quaint little home in enfield london in 1977 so peggy hodgson was a single mother of four children um, Margaret was twelve, and Janet was eleven, and then she had some boys too. But this really attacked. Who the, cares? Yeah, boys. <laughs> Boo. Um. So one night she heard loud noises coming from the the daughter's bedroom. She went inside uh, to tell the daughters uh, to settle down and go to sleep. And instead of roughhousing, what she found was them huddled in the corner of their room with terrified expressions on their face um so janet now as an adult says we told our mom the chest of drawers was moving toward the bedroom door um she's and mom said oh don't be silly but then the mom peggy witnessed the drawers moving herself i have a hard time saying that word drawers 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 were moving drawers in the okay so the drawers were moving in the direction of the door by a seemingly invisible force, almost as if some supernatural presence was trying to trap the girls in the room. And when the mom went to try and push back against the dresser, it would not budge. Ooh.
1: So that's really, really creepy because yeah.
0: even I can move my dresser. <laughs> Terrified, the Hodgson family ran across the street to their neighbors to ask for help. So Vic and Peggy Nottingham were their neighbors. What would you do if your neighbor came like pounding on your door and was like... Our furniture is moving on its own. You got to come over and look.
1: I'd be like, oh, I don't answer my door for neighbors. I'd <laughs> be
0: like, that's a trick.
1: You're trying to trap me to
0: kill me. Yeah, no, I would.
1: Lit- yeah, I'd be yeah. like, what's the game and how are you trying to get my money?
0: Exactly.
1: And this I- is going to be really awkward. I'm never going to be able to walk in the hallway again.
0: Oh, weird, right? I would just say, that's a terrible shame. I'm on my way to work. I'm already late. Uh-huh. Why don't you call the cops?
1: You lock the door and then they hear, like, <laughs> the Maury show turned back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah call 911 it's not my problem
0: (laughs) seriously like what could I do that's what I'll say I'll be like look look at me do I look like I can actually we you and I can fight a ghost (laughs) um yeah um where am I where am I okay Vic Vic and Peggy are the neighbors Vic goes into the house like a real dum-dum to investigate and he also heard strange noises coming from the house Um, and then he was like, y'all should call the police. Like there might be someone in here. Like, I don't know what I can do. Um, so an officer, um, some officers showed up and one of them claimed to have seen a chair move clear across the room. What? And then they said, ma'am, this is not a police matter. (gasps) Oh my
1: God. That's crazy. Not my department. It's so, I guess it's true, right? Like, what can they do? I know. That's a really good point. It's not a. Yeah. It's kind of not
0: a police matter, I guess. Right.
1: See it's a church matter. That's like, yeah, that's, that's when you're lucky. Cause you're like, I literally have a job description. This yeah. is not in it. So Sorry true. about your neighbors who do not have a job description as a neighbor. Oh my God. They're
0: like who you need to call ghostbusters. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was just the beginning of what would be a nearly 18 month haunting. Uh, so Margaret, the daughter, said, we didn't understand what was happening. We went through periods where we just couldn't believe uh, what really happened. Oh, no. We went through periods where we just couldn't believe what was happening, really. It's frightening. We didn't like to be on our own in the house or anything. Um, when the strange incidents continued in the 70s, uh, Peggy, the mom, decided to call a popular UK publication called the Daily Mirror, which mm-hmm. is, I think, a tabloid yeah, kind of type of is. thing. Like a Daily New York Daily News or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so to come and investigate these supposed supernatural occurrences. But when the reporter arrived, the house sat silent for hours. Aww. Little assholes. Don't you just hate it? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're like, Oh my God, the catches are the cutest thing yeah. and then I'll never do it again. Um, so the poltergeist was all like, What? There's a reporter here, I'm not showing up. <laughs> um, but then the reporter was about to leave and then oh God. something happened. What? The photographer came back and a Lego brick hit him above the eye, just like an ornament hitting Damn. the dad in the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> um, he still, he had a mark that lasted for days. So the reporter called the Society for Physical Research, SPR, who sent an investigator named Maurice Gross on the case. Um, Maurice stayed at the house, kind of just like in yours, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They They kind of stay for a little bit. Um during his stay Gross has uh said that he witnessed more than 2 thousand different incidents of supernatural activity god damn he had about 200 hours of recordings of like on like a tape recorder of like just documented i
1: was gonna say i don't think i've seen 2,000 incidents of anything in my life nothing i mean maybe (laughs) i've peed 2,000 times or burped maybe hours of er i did watch a lot of er there you go
0: hit that 10,000 hours and you'll be oh yeah i'll freaking i'll be a doctor expert you will be a doctor (laughs) and you can play one on tv (laughs) um yeah that's insanity um so some of the stuff he's he uh witnessed was furniture turning over cups filled with water on their own like yeah just all of a sudden there'd be like a cup of water that wasn't there before (laughs) solve our drought (laughs) i know right we need that poltergeist Uh um fires igniting voices levitation and so on and so on she said the most oh Janet, the other daughter, says the most frightening encounter was when a curtain wrapped itself around my neck next to my bed. So I'm hoping that Maurice Gross actually witnessed that because now I'm thinking about your story mm-hmm. and how she was like, I was strangled and a vampire bitch me and uh-huh. this tiger scratched me. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, her curtain wrapped around her neck like she could have done it. Kids need attention. Yeah. Single mom. Yeah. Poor kids. Yeah. 1970s. Parents Ooh. didn't really divorce so much back then, huh?
1: i don't know i like to think that the father was taking the drink yeah i bet (laughs) taking the drink i think that's what they say i think i just made it up father's
0: taking the drink
1: father's on (laughs) on the bottle again (laughs) it's like the 1870s instead of
0: the 1970s (laughs) yeah father's on the drink girls it's uh time for bed time for bed um okay and then Maurice is still hanging in the house doing his investigations of 2,000 things. And um, then the poltergeist started speaking through Janet. She's the same one who had the curtain wrapped around her neck. Okay, Um, She would often go into a trance-like state where she would speak in a deep, scratchy voice, claiming to be the ghost of a man named Bill Wilkins, who died in the house years before they moved in. It was later proven that a man by that name really was once a resident of the home, and he did in fact die of a hemorrhage uh-huh. while sitting in the room. In his chair, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. You knew that? Well, I watched the movie. Oh, duh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but I do remember that because it was really scary. They included it. Oh, my God. Don't watch this
0: movie, Amy. I'm never going to watch this okay, movie. Great. I'll never. Just when I reported on The Conjuring, the haunted set, I was like, I'll never see this movie. Yeah. It's so fucking scary. Um, so the ghost would reportedly talk through Janet for hours at a time. Throughout the eighteen month haunting, a number of additional paranormal <laughs> ram, ram, uh, additional paranormal researchers visited the house, including famed demonologist Ed and the Rain Warren. <laughs> That's their entrance music. Oh yeah. Cha cha cha. <laughs> they, they publicly stated that they were convinced that the supernatural were responsible for the strange happenings inside the house. Ed says those who deal with the superna- supernatural day in and day out know the phenomena are there. There's no doubt about it. So if they say it's true, mm-hmm. I believe it's true. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of doubters and a lot of haters. Mm-hmm. Um, people would claim that the children were behind this elaborate hoax. They were faking their demonic symptoms. Uh, two SPR experts adamantly questioned Janet's gruff, possessed voice and um, they once caught the children bending spoons themselves
1: Ruh-roh. look, you're not allowed to just be naughty also
0: <laughs> I mean, again uh, the Fox sisters, right? I mean, sometimes you get a little, I don't know you're just like, oh, I'm getting all this attention suddenly that's like, amped yeah. up, right? Janet admitted that she and her siblings fabricated a few events. She actually confessed, like, as an adult. Mm -hmm. She says, oh, yeah, once or twice we faked it just to see if Mr. Gross and Mr. Playfair, I have no idea who that is, would catch us. They Mm. always did. Um, She said maybe about 2% of the events in the house were faked. So I kind of love the fact that the idea that the kids were actually testing the researchers and, like, the investigators. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it it's almost like they were just making sure that they were on their game. Yeah, and that they the investigators were like, "Y'all, I know that you did that." It kind of makes them feel more legit. That's I don't. Kind
1: of- yeah, I don't know how this is a very like this is that double edged sword thing of like, oh, you admitted you were lying, so now do I believe that you're telling the truth, or do I just know that you admitted you'll lie? This I- is very Michael Cohen. <laughs> this is tough. This is tough. I
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like. Admitting, like, yeah, look, we were kids. There's a few things we did. Probably two mm-hmm. percent of it was made up, but ninety-eight percent of it was is legit. And anytime we tried to fake something, they caught us. I think it gives them her more credibility. I don't know. And if Ed and Lorraine Warren said it's true, then it's I know,
1: true. I know. <laughs> If mom and dad said it's true. Yeah, there are mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I knew we were sisters. <laughs> uh, so nearly 40 years later, this was like an interview on the red carpet at the premiere for The Conjuring 2. Janet and Margaret say that they've managed to move on from this traumatic time in their life, but it stays with you every step of the way, Margaret told people. Whoa. It's just like a death, really. It gets a little bit easier as time goes on, but the fear and the memories of it and what happened never leaves you. Um... I'm going to end with a little... Uh, I'm going to not list all of this, but you know those 2,000 things that were documented? Yeah.
1: Ooh, I'm getting have, my drink. I have a list. Oh, I almost drink it
0: all. So... I know. I'm almost done with mine, too. So Maurice Gross has... <laughs> She's done.
1: Oh, that face! Oh God, it was. Oh just, no! It was, I was trying to like slurp it dramatically. It was just like straight rum. It was like <laughs> it's like having
0: a shot of rum at the bottom oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. I know. Hachi bachi hachi rawa. Wow, wow. Libra, Woo. Wow, this is my island in the sun.
1: <laughs> this um, is the Christmas episode. <laughs> talking about gay Santa and
0: ornaments flying and a little Muppet something- Christmas Carol <laughs> I mean maybe we should never get through an episode without a reference to the Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> I think we—that that is my new goal and ever since that episode I keep going it does it?
1: <laughs> I swear uh also this is the episode we should be quoting Muppet Treasure Island because we're having rum punch oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh
0: we definitely had an episode where we quoted that because I even posted a photo of yeah. it oh my god <laughs> Okay. And, of course, I follow every Muppet Instagram account. And, like, the next day after that that episode, there was, like, a, a still image that they posted, like, a flashback from that movie. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God, Tammy. Oh. We're totally psychic. <laughs> um, okay. So here are some of Maurice's documented things okay. of what he saw at the Enfield home. Okay. Um Marbles and pieces of Lego traveling through the air, um, seemingly emanating from walls or windows. A teapot shook vigorously in a cabinet in the absence of any external vibration. Metal spoons bent. Or did they? Mm -hmm. Um, A lid of a metal teapot was deformed. That's hard to do. Mm -hmm. The shade of a bedside lamp tilted and then straightened on its own. I like a ghost who cleans up after itself. That's kind of nice. A toilet door opened and closed when nobody was nearby. Oh, how embarrassing. Yeah,
1: very embarrassing. Oh, my God. It's like, uh, someone's in here. (laughs) I love that lampshade, too, where the ghost is like, I'm going to fuck them up. Oh, God, it looks so messy. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll just throw this Lego. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let me clean that up. I'm sorry.
0: uh cardboard boxes and cushions were thrown by an unknown force a slipper was thrown across the room by an unknown force a framed certificate was pulled off the wall while gross was alone in the room oh, all right okay. interesting okay. bedroom carpet was pulled up at the edge to form an identical shape each time an effect which gross was unable to replicate a settee was levitated and overturned in front of several witnesses 11-year-old Janet was levitated and deposited in different places at different times. Kitchen unit doors slid open of their own accord. Tubular door chimes swung from side to side. Footsteps were heard when nobody else was present. 12-year-old Margaret was held fast by an unknown force. Knocks, bangs, and crashes heard, not caused by plumbing, vibration, or other external forces. sources. Coins disappeared from, from one room and reappeared in another. Sounds like magic. Mm. Small fires started and extinguished themselves without causing damage. Oh, that's oh, weird. that's nice. That's oh. convenient. Yeah, like, oh, it's just chilly today. Yeah, like, just it's a just nice light cleansing. Yeah, yeah, and then it goes out and nothing's burnt. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh Water appeared in circumstances not understood. Normally reliable electrical equipment uh, failed to work. Apparitions were seen. Oh, the yeah, partial and total. Damn. Uh, there's your fucking proof, guys. Fucking proof. Fucking proof. There's a fucking proof. There's a ghost. The iron frame of a built-in fireplace was wrenched from the wall. Ooh. Excrement appeared in inappropriate oh.
1: places. Oh no! Is that poopies?
0: Yeah poopy. Oh, inappropriate places. Anywhere other than a toilet. That is inappropriate. Oh, ew. I like how they say
1: inappropriate places. <laughs> what
0: is an appropriate place besides the toilet to have duties? It's... A litter box or a diaper? Yeah, a diaper. Yeah, and there's no reports of cats or, or a, babies. a garden. A garden. Yes. <laughs> okay. A little compost yeah, bin. Yeah. All right, there we go. All right, I guess we answered it. <laughs> Um that's weird written messages and um lastly abusive remarks and swear words uh spoken in a gruff masculine voice produced by Janet and sometimes Margaret mm. so that is some of Maurice Gross's uh notes on yeah am i done oh yeah that's all of it oh wow yeah, Damn. Uh, yeah.
1: cry cry i've um yeah.
0: so you've seen the movie i have
1: Tell I don't me not remember it like the most, the most, but I remember liking it better than the first one for sure. Oh, really? Was I it- also remember, I feel like I could just be making this up, but I feel like at the end they're like, oh no, it turns out they are making this shit up. But then like Lorraine's on her way back to the airport and is like, wait, I figured out what is actually fucking happening. And then comes back and it is a real ghost. It's great. Oh, um, that's cool. I liked that they were like, we address this. And then also, um, Cool.
0: I was just curious. I'm like, I wonder how they portrayed this in the movie, and if it was similar. I'd watch it again. I don't. I don't um, remember it very. You go ahead and do just that. I'll do that, and I'll let you know. And I will continue watching reruns you. of old TGIF shows. <laughs> oh, that's and great. It, and ignorance is
1: bliss. Um, <laughs> I have a hunter hoax for you. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> I love it. That's how much I care. You um, are so amazing. It's very silly, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, here we go. Poltergeist is a German word meaning noisy ghost. Noisy ghost. And as we know, Germans have great words for things. They do. Which of the following German words did I make up? Oh,
0: no. I don't know any German. Well, I'm going
1: to, I'm going to, there's four of them. Okay. I'm going to tell you the German word Mm -hmm. and then what it means, you know. Okay. You know.
0: And one of them is made up? And
1: one of them I made up. Okay. Shit. Here's a, I should have done this before I drank. Also, I don't speak German, so enjoy. Uh, okay, here, a, liebenschmud, <laughs> which means life tired, which is exactly what it sounds like. It used to be applied to um, like basically old emo poets, but now they kind of mean it like when somebody just is like doing a dumb thing. You are just like, oh god, you are like <laughs> such a liebenschmud. Yeah. Okay, b, zungenklick, which means tongue click, uh, disapproving of a situation enough to make an actual noise. Okay. Okay. C. Fremschnamen. Exterior shame. (laughs) The feeling of shame when seeing someone else in an uncomfortable or embarrassing situation. Oh, I love that. Okay. D. Kummerspeck. Grief bacon. (laughs) The extra pounds one puts on in times of sadness. Okay. So just to review. Yes. We have life tired. Mm Mm-hmm tongue click mm-hmm. exterior shame mm-hmm. or grief bacon
0: <laughs> german words are so funny
1: yeah. grief bacon
0: no, that's that's real. Real. stop it it's so real that's <laughs> real
1: i made up the tongue click one oh that was my first one oh, yeah. but
0: then you said grief bacon i'm like oh hello. there's no it's way that's obviously like grief Kumers bacon. Speck.
1: it literally means grief bacon <laughs> speck. i've got the speck. so when you gain weight because you're sad yeah. when you emotionally it's overeat, like, yeah it's like like <laughs> Yeah. I grief get Kummer's back. My Kummer's back takes
0: the form of beer, pizza, and hot wings. Man. And sometimes I do need some yeah. grief bacon. I will tell or you. What. I could use some grief mashed bacon. mashed potatoes. My God. My God. I love me some mashed potatoes. <laughs> Sweet potato fries. I
1: really <laughs> enjoy it because I was like, poltergeist. And you know how this actually happened was I started reading a really serious article about poltergeist. And they were like, guys," the German word for noisy ghost. And I was like, oh, <laughs> We're gonna learn some German today because you know they do they say that thing there's a German word for everything, you know, really? like yeah, like words that we halfway use, like you know, oh, shit. me. Seam tight, exactly. That's the only one, danke, uh, sch- schadenfreude, you know, I don't remember what the actual word is, but it's like word. a very uh. I like how I started talking about it and I actually don't know what it means. You can get away with it because I don't even know. It means clicking your tongue Click. because you're... No, I seriously started... I, <laughs> I started like trying to come up with a fake one and I was just putting in like random like body parts and things. But they were all like sounding very... Like one oh of them God. I was... I put in like hair fire because I wanted to be like, you're so angry. I you feel your hair is on fire. And it literally was just like... Half euro. And I was like, Yeah, that's that sounds exactly like the English. So. <gasps> oh, I loved that yeah. so much. What a delight. I uh, it was <laughs>
0: was a Gerster delight. Grief bacon. Grief bacon. It's I it's real, some. the German said so. I
1: love that.
0: I'm glad uh, we're not the only culture that eats our feelings. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That they can identify with it as well yeah. with some grief bacon. Oh, hell yeah. Delightful. Well, if you've put on a couple grief bacon pounds. <laughs> Why not let us know about it? Send us an email at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. And for pictures of hilarious ghost memes and maybe some
0: grief bacon, uh, follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And why
1: not just give us a follow while you're at it on Twitter at Banshees Booze. Mm
0: um and uh yeah rate review and please just gosh darn it subscribe yeah we love it um and anywhere you get your podcasts mm-hmm. and uh hey tammy
1: <gasps> yes amy if you see a ghost um uh watch out for those fucking tigers <laughs> <laughs> the english ghost tiger <laughs> the english ghost tiger is uh one of the more elusive tigers it um appears out of nowhere and is totally fucking made up it's currently approaching a young woman
0: young single mother Let's in walk. her england home and oh what does that on, on her neck it look, appears oh. to be a ghost vampire as ghost. well oh oh, oh the, the oh, tiger oh. breaks Roger. away from his natural enemy oh. and she vampire is being stripped down naked by a man to make sure she has nothing under her boobies <laughs> making noise <laughs> Oh, you have such a good, um, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it so. like a nature discovery type of voice? I right? just
1: nature discovered this about myself Pretty while amazing. I was doing it. <laughs> Always auditioning. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Amy. Yes. If you see a ghost, if you see a ghost
0: and it spills some of your fruit punch and rum on an Oprah magazine, <laughs> Lick
1: it right Lick up, it up off of her face. Lick it, Lick up. it up. Lick, Lick it, up. it up. I will not leave rum on my Oprah. <laughs> you have a ghost, and you have a ghost, and you have a ghost. Uh, thanks so much for listening.
0: You're great. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.